Welcome back to another episode of Fancy Snacks hosted by Alan Silvera. Your choice for condensed fancy topics of the day that will help you win your fantasy league. Now today I wanted to talk about waiver wire pickups prior to week 5. First, let's get started with the Los Angeles Chargers. If he hasn't already been picked up out there, Joshua Kelly should be your top waiver wire target. Now let's face it, most likely if you're listening to this podcast, he's already been taken. But who hasn't been taken yet most likely is Justin Jackson. Now he is the third running back in this offense, but with Eckler down for a couple weeks, he's going to be a great option. He's more of the pass-catching type of running back coming out of the backfield. So he should have some good opportunities if they're playing from behind. Which, let's face it, with their injuries to their defense and on their offense still learning under Justin Herbert, they're going to be coming back from behind quite a bit. And he could have that high upside opportunity in that. Joshua Kelly is more of a grinder, goal line type back. So if you can get either one of them, pick them up as a waiver wire option. But Justin Jackson is to me, is about the third running back you should pick up this week. Joshua Kelly should be the first if he's still available. But the second running back that should be in your waiver wire priority is Damian Harris. He might have already been picked up and stashed away uh, in an IR spot in your league because he did have hand surgery prior to the beginning of the season. And there was a lot of hype on him. He was supposed to be the number one running back for New England until he got hurt. And, hey, expectations came and he delivered. In his first game this year, he ran for 100 yards. And New England was trailing most of the game. So, it is a crowded backfield in New England. But, the cream always rises to the top. And he is going to be the best running back when he's healthy for the New England Patriots. Sony Michelle is already hurt. He did have a great game the week prior, but he's already injured again. Rex Burkhead is not a consistent player. So, most likely, they're going to turn when they need a running back. It's going to go to Damian Harris. Now, fourth on the waiver wire priority for running backs should be the Ernest Johnson of the Browns. Now, Nick Chubb is going to be out for a while with a sprained MCL joint in his knee. They're initially saying after the MRI from 6 to 8 weeks. So, Hunt is going to be the number one running back for the next few weeks. But they are a two running back heavy offense. So that means Johnson is going to have a lot of opportunities to run out of that backfield. Now, is there a chance that they're just going to run away with Hunt? Yes, there is that chance. But guess what? Fantasy football is about chance and opportunity as well. And Dernis Johnson is going to have that opportunity. And who knows? It's hard to stay healthy as a running back in today's NFL. Now, last for running backs on the waiver wire priority should be Anthony McFarlane of the Steelers. Yes, they did have a bye week this week which was unexpected. But he's possibly the handcuff for Connor over Snell, who has fumbled a couple times this year already, 
So he's fallen out of favor just a little bit for McFarlane to step on in. So he's a good flyer to pick up this week if you have somebody who's taken an IR spot or, let's face it, there's a lot of busts so far this year if someone's not panning out that you want to drop. And he's interesting because he's one of those short players at 5'8", but still over 200 pounds. He is one muscular, quick back. Similar to maybe a Maurice Jones-Drew type of running back. He could have good opportunities because as we know, Connor gets injured. Now let's talk about some wide receivers. Number one wide receiver in the waiver wire this week should be Justin Jefferson if he's available. Now I know if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely picked him up last week. But he is an explosive playmaker for the Vikings who took over Diggs' role since he was traded this offseason. And believe it or not, here he has the 8th of most receiving yards out of the entire NFL at 348 yards. Granted, 170 of them were in week 3, but still, that's a lot of opportunities and a lot of yards. Next in the waiver wire priority for wide receivers is T. Higgins of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, he's a second-round pick that Personally, I thought he was going to wind up sitting out until next year or being seen later in the season. But already atop of John Ross in the depth chart and A.J. Green not having a really good season so far, he's getting a lot of opportunities, but he's just not the same wide receiver. And Tyler Boyd is having a good year, but... The third wide receiver is T. Higgins, and he has a great chemistry with fellow rookie Joe Burrow. He has a high snap count, and also he has a high average depth per target. He is going to be a great wide receiver for you all year round. Third on the waiver priority list for wide receivers should be a LaVisca Chenault. He's actually third in snaps with the Jacksonville Jaguars behind Shock and Cole. But with that team, they're going to be coming from behind a lot. Their defense just isn't good enough yet. So they're going to have a plenty of garbage time opportunities. Plus, besides being able to catch that ball really well, he's a runner out of the backfield. He's already ran nine times for 53 yards. So he has that little extra upside, that dynamic playmaking ability that you like in wide receivers. And his stature being at 6'2", he's a good end zone threat as well. He's been getting more and more targets every week and gaining the trust of everybody's favorite quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Now, fourth in the waiver wire priority for wide receivers is Scotty Miller. Now, let's just, let me just tell you now, Scotty Miller did miss Tuesday's practice. But they are playing Thursday night game this week against the Bears. So most likely it's a day of rest. He has that perfect role that seems to thrive in Tom Brady's offense. Where that dynamic slot receiver has tons of opportunity. A la Julian Edelman. So with also having the fact that Chris Godwin is injured. He has good opportunities for targets and receptions, 
Last week, he had seven targets, and he pulled in five of those with a touchdown. And last but not least, let's talk about some tight ends. Now, the first tight end that should be on your priority is Dalton Schultz. He might already be scooped up, but in just a few short weeks, he already has 219 yards receiving with two touchdowns. And a lot of it was due to the fact that Jarwin, their number one tight end, is lost for the year. So he didn't really play very much when it came to week one, and he had some opportunities week two, but since then, he has taken over. It's a high-flying offense that should still throw the ball a lot, but maybe not as much as the previous couple weeks. But another thing that falls in the favor of Schultz is they have a good schedule coming up. They're going to be versing Washington football team, the Giants, Cardinals, and Eagles the next four out of the five weeks. Now, after Dalton Schultz, take a gamble on Drew Sample. He was drafted in the second round of the 2019 draft. So they have a game plan for him. And that was Zach Taylor's first year as a head coach. So he must expect a lot of offensive opportunities for Drew Sample. In week two, he took over with seven receptions. But in week three, he only had one and three in week four. So there is still that little bit of a learning curve as he's gaining chemistry with Joe Burrow because he didn't play in practices and scrimmages this year with the number one, uh, number one team. He was a backup. So he's still getting that chemistry with Burrow. So it is a little bit rough, but he's going to have that high upside. And another player that I know they talked about earlier this year as a good waiver wire target is Logan Thomas. A lot of people might have already dropped him due to the fact of the ineptitude of Dwayne Haskins. He's actually been targeted 26 times, but only come down with the ball 13 of them. But that's not necessarily all his fault. He only had one drop. More of it was because there was uncatchable passes. Just like with Drew Sample, there's going to be a lot of garbage time opportunity with Logan Thomas. Plus, the targets are there. Now, last week was an anomaly so far with only two targets. But, weeks one through three, he had no less than seven targets in each week. Thanks again for listening to Fantasy Snacks, hosted by Alan Severa. Your choice for condensed fantasy topics of the day that will help you win your fantasy league. Now today I briefly went over the waiver wire pickups for week 5 when it comes to the running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. If you have any questions regarding waiver wire pickups, matchups, or even DFS, please feel free to give me an email shout out at gofantasysnacks at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at Fantasy Snacks. Thank you for listening. And have a great day, my friends.